I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The 11 to 1 Show. There's a new king of the jungle and I think people were surprised more after Hudson Taylor. Oh, I love that one, Hudson Taylor. How I know it's Christmas on LMFM's 11 to 1. Sinead Brazel here. How are we feeling? I have been on to check the countdown. Santa's little helper says it's only 14 more sleeps to go. Getting closer now. Oh, it is. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm ready for it. It's given me a little boost on a normal kind of dreary enough sort of Monday morning. So thank you so much for that. Santa's little helper very excited about that just getting back to Hudson Taylor and the Christmas song we were talking about this over the weekend that there's not been like a really amazing Christmas song since sort of the 80s 90s really but I have to say Hudson Taylor How I Know It's Christmas is actually kind of up there I think it's cementing itself as a modern day Christmas classic that could be just as good as say Last Christmas by Guam or Slade or any of them I'm putting it out there. I'm loving that. Absolutely brilliant. It gives you the whole vibe of of Christmas time, you know. It's got that sort of energy of, you know, if you were travelling home for Christmas, kind of like Chris Rhea, you know, that you'd be going, oh yeah, I can't wait to get home. Yeah, Hudson Taylor. It's putting me in a vibe of Christmas. Loving that. Absolutely fantastic. Hopefully you are not as stressed about Christmas shopping as I am. <laughs> and with the 14 sleeps to go, there's still a lot of t- there's a lot to do. Isn't there? There is a lot to do. And one of the things that is on the list is the Christmas feast. What are we going to do? How are we going to prepare it? All of that. I have been on to another little helper that might be able to help us out in the kitchen during the week. Okay, so for people that are a bit stressed about the meal, what we're going to do, all of that. I'm hoping to have the fantastic chef Ashling Larkin back with us before Christmas to kind of get us ready, get us prepped. What could we have done now that we could freeze what sort of festive treats has she got on offer? Things like that. So stay tuned right here to 11 to 1 for all of the festive fun. And after the dinner, what better way than kicking back with a board game? It, look, it's guaranteed to cause rows in your family, but that's what Christmas is all about. Isn't it? We're going to be chatting to the co-creator of a very cool board game. He's from Delik, but he's living in Spiddle, County Galway. He's teaching over there. We're going to be chatting to him very shortly on the show. But first, it's back to the music. Here's Elton John. 
Elton John, Dua Lipa, Cold, Cold Heart. I was surprised. I was surprised there was a king of the jungle and not a queen of the jungle crowned over the weekend. More on that. Plus, how would you like to go and see Beauty and the Beast, the panto? Oh, yes, you would. I've got tickets up for grabs and music from Keen Duck Row on the way. The 11 to 1 show. Yeah, I thought I was a bit disappointed. Like, look, it's nothing against Sam Thompson. Do you know what I mean? But I just, I kind of thought Josie Gibson was going to get it. You know, I liked her. I did like her. She didn't even come in second or third. But there you go. Sam Thompson crowned the king of the jungle for 2023. And to be fair, I think he even looked surprised himself, which I kind of liked. I was like, ah, yeah, he's a nice guy, isn't he? Nigel Farage didn't think he'd last as long as he did, but he came in third. And Tony Bellew placing runner-up. But the king, of course, was Sam. And uh, Josie actually got to crown him king of the jungle in a very emotional moment. But um, I was a bit sad for Josie. I have to say she was a good team player. I thought she might pick up the crown. I thought she was a good favourite to win it. But there you go. Sam Thompson. Now what am I going to watch? You know what I mean? Like, it's still a little bit sort of too early for Christmas movies on repeat, I'm going to say. Um... So yeah, on the hunt now for something good to watch for the next week or so. Because, you know, kind of enjoying just chilling out in the evening and and flaking out and watching television and not sort of taking things too difficult and too hard. (laughs) Even though the house is falling asunder around me. Oh yeah, but you look at We will find something. There is lots to be watching. There is lots to be watching. Now, if you are on the lookout for something nice to do with the family, well, how would you like tickets to the Panto? All the details of that coming your way right after Keen Duck Row. He played quite the gig at the TLT a couple of weeks ago. Keen Duck Row with Heaven. He is the big success story of 2023. And who knows what 2024 has in store for him. Now, nice competition today for you. How would you like to go to the Panto? Oh, yes, you would. Well, we have teamed up with the Institute of Music and Song and we want to give one lucky winner every day a set of tickets to Beauty and the Beast in the new Lark Concert Hall, Balbriggan. It is the Panto that is running there and it's going to be running for all of December. All you have to do is tell me who played Beauty in the 2017 Philip Adaptation do you remember that back in 2017? I'll give you a little hint, right? She also played Hermione in the Harry Potter series. That's very easy. Answers, please. 86 658 for your chance to win. Don't forget to put your own details on it as well. So who played Beauty in the 2017 film adaptation of Beauty and the Beast? She did also play Hermione in the Harry Potter series. Very easy. And you could be going along to the Lark Concert Hall, Balbriggan, for the Panto. 086-1800-658. Christmas and you can catch festive favourites just like that all of the time now because our exclusive online festive station is back. It's LMFM Christmas. So you can hear all your favourite Christmas hits non-stop. You can listen now, lmfm.ie and on the LMFM app. And this is brought to you by White River Motorsports Park in Cullen, County Loud. You can experience the brilliant European Standard Karting Tract. Uh, gift vouchers, oh, that's good. Gift vouchers are available. You can check out whiteriver.ie or you can call 0419819100. So that is LMFM Christmas. It is back. Now, I'll tell you, there's nothing that says Christmas than a good board game. You know when you're sort of nicely, comfortably stuffed 
after or maybe uncomfortably stuffed after the dinner and you're like right what are we going to do now it's a little bit too early maybe for a movie let's get the board games out well we're going to be meeting the co-creator of a board game that GAA fans are going to really love it's called Banished Door we're going to meet Aina Byrne next the 11 to 1 show it's Christmas Day. You've eaten as much turkey and ham as you can and you've had that sort of post-dinner nap and you're feeling a little bit more revived. The family is all together. There's only one thing to do and that's play a great board game together. My first guest has co-created a game that is guaranteed to be a hit among GAA fans. It's called Banished Door and it's an Irish Design Awards nominated product and now available in many toy stores around the country. I'm delighted to be joined by Aina Byrne. He's co-creator of Banished Door. He's from Delique but he's uh, living in Galway. Now he's on the line. How are you getting on, Aina? Hi, Sinead. Thanks for having me on. Great to have you on the show. Now, you're from County Meath, but living in Galway. What's brought you all the way to Spiddle? Um, my wife. <laughs> my wife my, my wife is a Spiddle native, so uh, one of us had to take the plunge, move one direction. So, unfortunately, I, I had to leave Dulik and head west. <laughs> but you're loving it out there. You're teaching. Life is good. Yeah, you know, everything's great out here. Everything's great out here. I have to say thanks, yeah. So uh, very happy now at this point. So we've uh, three children there for now. So we're all happy in, in, in Galway now at this point. Happy and settled in Galway. Now you're a primary school teacher and I believe the inspiration for the game came from a wet day and sort of kids being stuck inside. Yeah, well, uh, the area here in Galway, the kids love playing GAA um, and obviously in the wintertime there'll be quite a bit of rain and we saw that there was no game for the kids to play when they were stuck inside at break times. We don't want to have them on screens or watching mm. movies. So we just, we, myself and my colleague, James, who's also a primary school teacher, we decided that we, we would try and make something that would kind of fit that niche, that to have kids that want to play a board game. I would love the GAA and that's where we got the idea for Bonnish Door. I love that and yeah you're right it's like trying to get them away from the screens is just so difficult so we don't want to be introducing that too much into the classroom outside the learning sort of situation but uh, no, not, not, not surprising you kind of went towards the GAA Aina because you have GAA in the blood as well don't you? I do indeed, yeah. I suppose all my family would be huge into it. I would have played with the League Valley Stand there for a number of months throughout my 20s and 30s. So I, I loved it. And my grandfather would have been a president of GA as well. So it would be very much in the family and in the blood, you know. And, and yourself and James, your, your co-creator, <laughs> I love this story. You guys actually played the first prototype of Banished Door in kind of an unusual setup. Yeah, it was coming up to the first lockdown uh, during COVID and myself and James, we met up in Hedford in the Angler's Rest, was the name of the pub, and uh, I think Liverpool were playing Atletico Madrid in some Champions League quarterfinal or knockout game anyway, and all the locals were there staring at the soccer, engrossed in the soccer game, and myself and James had like a lot of sheets of A4 paper and little cuttings of players' names and uh, a mock-up of a board. And all the locals were just looking at us going, what are these two lads? <laughs> what are these two lads doing here with all these sheets of paper? But uh, yeah, that's our, our testing was, was going on just before COVID in Bangladesh Dress. So we got a good laugh at all the, all the locals' reactions to ourselves. Absolutely, absolutely. So walk me through the game then. How does it actually work? How do we play? So each uh, player or bonus door gets their own county. So for example, Mead. And then you set up your team. Each player gets their own pitch. So they set out their own team in the different positions. And then there's a separate kind of Monopoly-style main board. Uh, so they travel around that main board earning and losing money. They then uh, can buy transfers. We have their first transfer chest, a GA transfer chest from different counties. 
so you can buy players to improve your squad, put them into your team, and then after you move around the board a number of times, you play off in head-to-head games. So each player would have a skill, and the player with the highest skill as they face off against one another uh, would would earn a point for your team, and the players who lose would be removed and put into the dugout. So the player with the most points at the end of the game wins. So it's kind of it's a simple enough concept, kind of that mixes kind of the old style of board games with kind of the GA elements. And it's quite simple for for kids to play and for families to play. It's really easy to pick up. Yeah, because uh, I look at I wouldn't be playing GA, but I have brothers and kids and stuff that play GA. <laughs> so would for, for someone like me that has like a really basic now, like really basic you know, <laughs> uh, 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 knowledge of GA, would I be all right for this now? Would I be able to handle it? Oh, of course you would. Yeah, as I said, it's just literally go and move around the board. You you have your little, you earn and lose money. You set up your team. They've all the players' positions on the names on the back on the cards, and each skill, uh, each player has a skill from 15, sixteen to twenty. So literally, is the player with the highest skill as they face off against one another stays on the board. And as I said, it's kind of like a head-to-head uh, a little face-off. So they they love it. It's very simple to play. It's very easy to pick up. And there's a video on the website, barnstoreboardgame.ie, and uh, there's also instructions there as well. So it's very easy to pick up. I wouldn't be worried at all. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Okay, that's good news. Uh, so what were the challenges then that you guys faced during the creation process? You mentioned lockdowns and COVID and that kind of thing. Was there met much challenges to kind of overcome with regards to getting this out there? Um, I suppose it's kind of tricky. We came in at a time where we couldn't really meet up too much. So a lot of our interviews, our, our meetings, even with people, the manufacturers, uh, Mundy, who are, who are based in Waterford, would have been like uh, over Zoom as opposed to face-to-face and kind of even getting pieces made and sent out to us. Our prototypes was trickier than, than it would have been previously. But um, even, I suppose, Irish stores taking on, on the game was a big thing. Uh, we really were appreciative of stores nationwide, Irish stores like Duffy's, Eason's, Art and Hobby, all these large names taking a chance on an Irish product that was made in Ireland. And I suppose that was the biggest challenge was would people believe in the product and would stores uh, believe in the product? And thankfully, they all took it on and it's gone from strength to strength since then. It really has. And has it been like sort of when you go in to big retailers like Smith's and, and Art and Hobby and you see the game there, is it a bit of a pinch me moment? Uh, it's, 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 it's a nice feeling, I suppose. It is nice uh, to see it there. Like You just want to make sure that people enjoy it. And I suppose when we got the initial feedback from the, from the kids that played it, the t- that play tested it and originally, they really enjoyed it. And then our first print sold out in about four or five weeks. And that was, us, was a good sign that people might they like the idea of it. And then the feedback that we got since then has been really positive. So we've been delighted with how it's gone in the last number of years. So it's really kind of, as I said, gone from strength to strength. And we're just grateful that people have given it a chance and, and stores have given it a chance. So, yeah, very happy with it. And, and as well as that, you got a nice nomination from the Irish Design Awards very early on as well, which obviously gave a nice boost too. Yeah, we were, and we were we were on the Tommy Show this year. We were on the Santa Tommy Show uh, this year as well, and we've been, I suppose, in different papers and and like with yourselves and on the radio. So it's kind of it's got a lot of positive feedback, I suppose, because it's an Irish made Irish design product mm-hmm. for Irish families. People want to, to see it succeed, and people are give it that bit of a bit of time and give it a chance, and they see that it's an enjoyable game for all the family. So it's kind of it's been a really positive experience for ourselves. Fantastic. And uh, like most board games, though, now at Christmas time, particularly, Aina, you know, like it do, what would Banished Door now cause rows in the family? Yeah, I'm afraid that there are a number of things in the game now. You, we have kind of these 50-50 cards, which are good and bad. And unfortunately, 
some of them can mean that you steal a player off an opposition squad or you can steal their money or reduce a fellow player's uh, money from like whatever they have down to zero. So there could be a bit of needle in the game as the game goes on. So it can get a bit competitive there, but... Uh, it's all healthy, healthy competition is what I'd say, you know. Yeah, completely. It's not Christmas without a bit of a row around a board game, absolutely. So um, are there plans then to expand or develop more games in the future related to kind of Gael- Gaelic sports or are, are you happy enough with how Banistore is going? Um, we're looking in, we're exploring those avenues at the moment. Like we've actually, we've, uh, the games are available in, in stores, as I said, like in Duffy's Art and Hobby and Easton's at the moment. We've actually sold out our, our print from this print uh, the last week, so we're, we're out of stock ourselves. Oh, we're that's still good available news. Yeah. Stores. <laughs> it is, it's great news, it is great. So we're looking at getting another print made uh, of the game and we're also exploring other other board games and other games or other products relating to Gaelic uh, games that we could definitely go into. So we're, 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 it's an exciting time for ourselves. It's great. Uh, well, listen, watch this space. Absolutely very, very exciting. Now, you mentioned as well, banishedoorboardgame.ie. That's where people can find out more information. And there's a little video there as well if people want to um, d- download that and have a look at it and see kind of how to, to manage the rules. But uh, wishing you the best luck with this and whatever comes next, Aina. Thank you so much for stepping out of the classroom there for a couple of minutes to have a chat with us. Thanks. Thanks so much for having me on. Thanks a million. Thanks a million. Aina Brown there, co-creator of Banished or Banished or Boardgame.ie. Hearts on fire. Gavin James, Hearts on Fire. Aina has kindly given me a Banished or game for you to give away. I'm going to give you details of how you can win. Plus, we're going to be going back in time and I've got music from Ed Sheeran. The 11 to 1 show. Bye. We're going back in time and a king abdicates the throne. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Senator Windows products will help you create a secure, comfortable, energy efficient home you're proud of. Call 0818 Yeah, on this day in 1936, Edward VIII announces in a radio broadcast that he is abdicating the British throne to marry Wallace Simpson. We would have seen a lot of that in the Crown series. And today is lost and found day throughout recorded history. We have been losing personal items and finding others. And the emotions accompanying these events have ranged from despair to joy. So it should come as no shock that Lost and Found Day was invented in order to acknowledge the impact that these situations have on our lives. So Lost and Found Day today. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Creating the perfect home is a journey. Let us guide you. Visit our Drogheda, Dundalk and new Navin showrooms. Discover more at senatorwindows.ie. The lovely Aina Byrne has given us the Gaelic Games board game called Banished Door. He's given us one to give away to you. So if you would like the game all you have to do is very very simple just t- whatsapp or text me the word game to 0861800658 and you and the family could be enjoying a lovely GAA themed board game this Christmas so that's it very simple whatsapp or text game to 0861800658 Ed Sheeran and Shape of You my goodness me it's great to see so many people supporting a local man uh, and the, the game thank you so much for that and we are all about shopping local as well 
this Christmas so thank you so much for all of those messages we will pick a winner a little bit later on now coming up this is always my favourite thing to do around this time of year it is Old Moore's predictions and some predictions for 2024 a severe health warning for Trump also an assassination warning once again the prediction of Ireland's first female Taoiseach holds for 2025 as well and AI becomes conscious didn't I tell you didn't I tell you this was going to happen? All of this and more. We're going to be chatting to Nicole Buckler. She is the editor of Old Moore's Almanac. She's going to be joining us after 12. The 11 to 1 show. Dundalk and Green Ore will be on the big screen at Sundance Film Festival next year. More details on that after Jazzy. On air online, on your smart speaker, this is LMFM, another absolute belter from 2023, Jazzy giving me. Now, I meant to mention this on Friday and in all the sort of activity of Friday's show, I completely forgot to mention this, but it is fantastic news for film fans and for people in Dundalk and Green Ore because... The lovely town of Dundalk and the area in Greenore will be on the big screen in none other than one of the biggest film festivals, if not the biggest film festival in the world. It is the Sundance Film Festival. So you might recall there was a lot of... um, discussion around Michael Fassbender being around the area and people are like, oh, what's going on there? Well, he is starring in this film. It's called Kneecap, Okay. And it's going to have its world premiere at the festival in January. And it's the first Irish language film to have been accepted into the festival. So it's going to screen on the opening night, Thursday, January 18th. And it is based on the origin story of the groundbreaking Irish language rap trio Kneecap. They are from Belfast. And uh, it features the band in their acting debut alongside Academy Award nominated Michael Fassbender. Also Simone Kirby, she's um, married to Dundalk native Fergal McAlrin and uh, Josie Walker as well. And earlier this year, the film was partly shot in Dundalk and uh, locations used were the Spirit Store, New Street and Green Or. So there you go. And we're hoping in the new year to be chatting to the writer-director Rich Pepiat, uh, who is... Very, very excited about the film. And uh, he says, you know, when I first set out to make a film in a language I didn't speak, set in a place I'm not from, little could I have imagined that four years later we'd be introducing Kneecap the movie to the world at the Mecca of independent cinema, which is the Sundance Film Festival next year. So very exciting stuff for all involved in that and for the areas of Dundalk and Greenore. It's fantastic. Now, uh, from local sort of buzz to celebrity buzz now. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Hi, I'm Max. An audience with Kylie was on Virgin Media One last night. A host of stars were in the audience. Here's Nicola Coughlin praising Kylie. You're a, a beautiful princess and thank you for, for all the short women in the world. Oh. You're an icon. We oh. love you. Though details of the third season of The White Lotus are being held tightly under wraps, star Natasha Rothwell is giving a little tease of what fans can expect when the hit HBO series returns. The actress who played spa manager Belinda in Hawaii set season one will return for season three, which will take place in Thailand. She told The Hollywood Reporter at the Los Angeles premiere of Wonka that I've read all the scripts and I can't say anything, but I will say it's going to blow people's minds. 
Sam Thompson won I'm a Celeb last night. Here's Sam praising an awkward Tony. You say he'd never meet your heroes, yeah. but you met a big one and Tony yeah, sat next to you here. Shut yeah, up, big Tony. You were very excited, were you? Did he live up to your expectations? Mate, everything stop. and more. Yeah, I think stop, 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 stop. that Tony, this is going to be brilliant. I stop. think that Tony is, is one of those people that, that from the outside looking in, he's a hardened shell maybe, right? Uh-huh. He has the softest little underbelly you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> he's got such a gooey centre. It's so stop. lovely. <laughs> That's the buzz. I'm Max. The buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Back to the music now in another festive classic. Here's Paul McCartney. The eleven to one show. A severe health warning for Trump. AI becomes conscious and the fight to save cash. Oldmore's predictions for 2024 are in and he's never wrong. The Oldmore Almanac, it's the one with the green cover. It's going to be 260 years old in 2024 and it has been a stocker filler ever since its inception. It's famous for the prediction of future events and they're scarily accurate. Like he predicted that Kanye would have mental health problems. He also uh, predicted that we would have the global pandemic before it happened. So what is in store for 2024? I'm delighted to be joined on the line by editor of the Oldmore Almanac, Nicole Buckler. How are you getting on, Nicole? Can you hear us there? Thank you. Ah, great to have you on yep. the show. You're in Australia at the moment. How are things yeah. back home? Very, very hot. So I snuck home for Christmas as usual and it's incredibly hot and I'm almost pining for the Irish winter. Oh, don't say it, Nicole. Don't say it. We could send a gust of frosty wind and rain your direction. Absolutely. <laughs> but uh, before we get stuck into 2024, remind us, what did Oldmore predict for 2023? Well, the prediction that got the most traction in the media this year was that Oldmore predicted there would be a submarine drama. Now, that is a very specific prediction, and there was a massive submarine drama. Um, So that was a very strikingly um, obscure prediction that that came true. Another one of his main prediction was that there's aliens for real in the news. And I mean, there was all these government guys who came out in the U S and said, Hey, we really do have aliens. And like, nobody cared because everyone's like in the, in the cost of living crisis, no one cares. But um, that's another one. Another interesting prediction that, that was um, a 2023 uh, prediction was that, um, there would be a lot of um, stories around emigration and immigration, so people moving across borders. Mm-hmm. And then the, and then another one would be the dark side of the moon would be in the news. And now India landed a vessel on the dark side of the moon this year. So I think he, he had some really interesting predictions this year. Oh, he really, really did. Now, I'm looking at this here, right? We have AI becoming conscious, which I've predicted this myself. I'm a bit nervous about it. Uh, the race to save cash. There's lots of kind of really strange and slightly worrying predictions this year. Yeah, so um, well, let's go to politics first. Yes. So um, in, in terms of Irish politics, I mean, there was a, there was a prediction in 2024 
for 2023 that there would be a female Taoiseach for the mm. first time in Ireland and that the election is not till 25, not uh, till 2025, but they, but in 2023, he said she'd be getting her ducks in a row. So keep an eye out. And he said in 2024, the prediction still holds, but she'll be very embattled in 2024. So we'll just watch out for that, but she will get it over the line, but it, it'll be a tough journey to get there. In other politics around the world, there's an assassination warning for Trump and also a severe health warning for Trump. Now, everybody knows his diet is terrible. Yes. He eats McDonald's in front of reporters. He eats hot dogs in front of reporters. He doesn't even care. So that's probably, you know, that's probably a realistic prediction. Um, but also as well in, in US politics, Biden is, uh, is predicted to succumb to his health issues. So these are the oldest presidential candidates ever mm. in the history of the US elections. So these are old guys. No wonder they have all these health problems. So come on, let's flush some new guys in place. Mm. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so talk to me about technology now because AI becoming conscious and also age reversal tech is in the news. Well, everybody loves the age reversal tech. So that's really interesting. And that will be the genetic level. So imagine being able to just go in and say, oh, okay, I need my, I need new genes. Thanks. Thank you. And, and looking young again, that would be amazing. Um, and the AI becomes conscious is interesting in light of recently open AI, you know, chat Gypsy, we've had mm-hmm. that for a year. So open, open AI had this massive skirmish over the CEO being fired and reinstated. And that was all around safety. So the person who put the breaks on that was a woman who's on the board and she said there's a safety issue. So I would love to be a fly on the wall in that boardroom. So I'm thinking the truth will eventually come out, but there's a big skirmish there that we don't know about. So it might be connected to that. Oh, very interesting. And something that I am sort of, I don't know if I'm apprehensive or kind of excited if this is what it means. The end of roads. Does this mean we're going to have flying cars? (laughs) Yeah, so the interesting, the interesting, um, this is an interesting prediction because in light of China spending billions on these massive bridges, like they are spending billions and billions and billions making this infrastructure and they might not even need it within a year. So actually in China this year, the end of just recently in the last few months, they've given clearance for passenger drones to fly in the, in the lower atmosphere, like in the lowest part under where planes go. But these are these are not piloted. These are drones that you program where you want them to go and they just fly you there. Wow. So that's already happening. That's been given clearance in China. So when he says the end of roads, they're just the, that just boggles the mind because it could mean that when you buy an apartment in a high rise, there will be a landing pad for your drone and that's why there's no roads. So that's like a mind-boggling prediction. Oh, it mm. really, really is. And there's there's more as well because we have things like regenerative uh, medicine means we can finally regrow limbs and organs um, and also things like uh, a, a more uh, moon news as well and AI-generated art. So there's there's kind of lots going on there. I think technology is the big one to watch in 24 yeah. for good and bad, for good and bad reasons. Completely. And what? how do you feel now about uh, the, the, the rush to save cash? So I think this is really interesting because 
Um, Omar loves. Um, he he actually works in the space of of stocks and shares and all mm. that stuff and cryptocurrency. So he actually was telling our readers to buy into crypto about ten years ago, and of course I did. So um, and I've never sold it. So I've kind of hung on to that. But in terms of cash, he says that the fight to save cash is a re- will be a big deal, but it will be eventually lost. So we will lose cash from our society within a couple of years. That's his prediction. So I kind of think it's kind of sad for old people who prefer cash. Yeah. It's, it's what they like. It's what they understand. They're losing their bank. You know, they're losing their banks and they're losing their cash. And I think it'd be stre- very stressful. Um, but also the rise of CBDCs, which is a central bank digital currency. This is the cryptocurrencies that that have been made by central banks. So, and once those go live, that everything you do is trackable. Everything exists yeah. on the blockchain. So. It's a, it's a little it's a big change and it's a little bit scary to me. That's a scary thing to lose cash and have CBDCs is a very sort of scary scenario. I think. Oh, definitely, it mm. definitely is. That's going to get a lot of people freaked out. Absolutely. Now we have to mention Old yep. Moore's Almanac is going to be two hundred and sixty years old next year. That is huge. So for people not familiar with the Almanac, tell us more about it and what else we can expect besides the predictions. So we um, we think it's probably the oldest continuously published almanac in Europe. We can't prove it, but we got a historian in a few years ago and she put it all together for us and we can prove that it's um, been continuously published for 260 years. So it was originally started by a dude in Offaly who was known as, he was probably a savant, but everyone called him back then, everyone called him Merlin, and he spoke Latin and Greek, and he was just a really, really bright person. And he moved to Milltown, which is just, um, it was outside of Dublin in those days, now it's part of Dublin. And he started a school, a mathematics sort of school. And then he started the Almanac because he loved watching the stars. Mm. And he started the Almanac and he was doing the original predictions. And he lived a really long life for his time. Like he got into his 90s and he's buried in a drum chondra um, graveyard. Um, and after him, there was a succession of people and it's all recorded because the magazine was published. So it's a very important part of Irish history, I think. And it's there's copies in the Long Hall in Trinity next to the old Bibles and there's Amazing. copies in the National Library. So when you go and look at these old copies, it's absolutely fascinating. Mm. Oh, oh. It's had a very long life. Really, mm. really has such a long life, and as you say, like mm. to keep it going mm. continuously for that many years is is un- unbelievable. So again, mm. it's like a great kind of uh, stocking filler, a nice gift for somebody this Christmas. You've got articles in there as well, mm. don't you? Yep. So we have articles every year, and they and they kind of push the edge of like. There's always a few controversial ones. So last year we had an article. Uh, more or less disputing the Big Bang Theory. And this year, the same author has written us for us again this year, and he has decided to make the case that the original Irish language, now I, I've been in Ireland 20 years and I still can't say this word. Is it Owen? O-G-H-A-M. Owen? I still can't say that word. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll never get, and I can't say I can't say Donegal either. Everyone teases me about that. But um, anyway, so 
he makes the case that this is the missing first language that all the linguists all, all these years have been looking for. And he says it's got real um, deep similarities to like early Sanskrit and er- some other early languages. So um, that's going to be a fascinating article. And we have other articles like that. So it originally was, it originally started its life as a guide to like the canal boats going down the canals in Dublin. And you could find out what time they went every day and then put your parcel on for the other side of Dublin. But because we have the internet now, we don't need those details. So So now it's just full of like editorial articles and fascinating little items. Fantastic. And as you say, it's always one that goes down very, very well for people uh, at Christmas time. Nicole, as always, lovely Mm -hmm. to have you on the show again. Thank you so much for joining us from Australia. Have a fantastic Christmas. You too. It was my pleasure. Thank you so much, Nicole Buckler there. She is the editor of Old Moore's Almanac and the latest Old Moore is out now. Dermot Kennedy, don't forget me on LMFM's 11 to 1. Now, if you missed this earlier on... I have tickets to see Beauty and the Beast. It is the Panto at the Lark concert hall in Balbriggan we have a set of tickets to give away and it is all thanks to the Institute of Music and Song who are involved in this I'm looking at the thing here Jake Carter is only playing the beast Katie Weir Ireland's rising star of the West End is Belle and Pamela Uba Miss Ireland winner 2021 is the Enchantress so there's a host of stars involved in this and it's running from now right up until the 30th of December would you like to go along all you have to do is tell me who played Beauty or Belle in the 2017 film adaptation and I'll give you a hint she also played Hermione in the Harry Potter series who is that actress 086 658 for your answers, don't forget to put your own details on it as well and we'll pick a winner very, very shortly. LMFM Job Search with Local Heroes. Backed by Bordgosh Energy. Replace your old inefficient gas boiler with Local Heroes. Visit localheroes.ie. Loud and Me, the Education and Training Board invites applications from suitably qualified persons for the position of part-time cleaner. For more details on applications, you can check out careers lmetb.ie and don't forget to check the local job section on lmfm.ie LMFM Job Search with Local Heroes backed by Bordgosh Energy for gas boilers, heat pumps and electric vehicle charge point installation visit localheroes.ie Bon Jovi come home for Christmas now we all know that Christmas is of course the most wonderful time of the year but there are many families across the North East that are struggling and it can be a time that is very much filled with stress and worry uh, because they you know are struggling really financially to meet the extra costs that are associated with this time of year but that is why here at LMFM we are asking you to support the local branches of St Vincent de Paul through their wonder of Christmas appeal so you can help make it a very happy Christmas for all of our neighbours and friends. You can make a donation logging on uh, to svp.ie forward slash donate and once you're there you can select Northeast and Midlands region uh, or you can get more, inf- more information about donating at lmfm.ie so it'll be a happy Christmas for everyone and every little bit helps. Uh, so svp.ie forward slash donate. It's the Water Boys, Fisherman Blues and LMFM's 11 to 1. On the way, I have a great festive tune from the Irish Women in Harmony. And I have winners for the Panto and our Banished Door game. Oh, 
the 11 to 1 show. What do you give someone who is everything? Everything. Because that's what you... Oh, I love the little child at the end of that. Absolutely brilliant together at Christmas. Irish women in harmony. I can say, where is it gone? Nicole, or Nicholas, sorry, Nicholas Smith in Castletown. You are getting our Panto tickets. It was, of course, Emma Watson was the answer there. And Joan in Trim, you are getting the Banished Door game. Thank you so much to everybody that entered. Now, I think I've got time for one more. Ah, we do. Here's Blondie. There's Blondie one way or another. Uh, just before we go, just to let you know, tomorrow the fantastic Irish actor and singer Juliet Crosby from Dundalk is going to be chatting to me. She has a great event planned on the 22nd of December in Drogheda. It's an evening of Christmas favourites, so we're going to be chatting to her on tomorrow's show. But that is my lot of the show for today. Thank you so much for your company. I'll chat to you again tomorrow. Listen back to the 11 to 1 show podcast on lmfm.ie or the LMFM app. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.